yeah, you know, I'm running a um, 2014 Mac Mini with like two gigabytes of RAM and uh, 256 a- gigs of storage. Wait a second. Wait, that's your computer. That's your Mac computer. <laughs> um, the the Mac Mini that I didn't use for legitimately two straight years uh, because I just never unpacked it in Australia. <laughs> um, but to be fair, this is an eight gig memory and it is wow. a one terabyte hard drive. Wow. And I'm rocking a 2.6 gigahertz dual core i5. Dual core, baby. Yikes. Oof. Um, And this, it won't, it doesn't know that it can update still. Because I, I think I deleted the update file. And this is the first time, did you know this? In whatever, what's the newest one? Mon, mon. Yeah, uh, Monter- no, no, uh, Monterey, Mon- Mon- Monterey, 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 Monterey. Uh, it's the first time that you uh, cannot just download it any other way. And I was like, oh, so I cannot make it kick over because I deleted the what I thought I thought it installed. I realized it didn't install. I just like spaced and I deleted the install file because I was like, oh, I think this is done. I didn't check and. Um, now it just will not find it again. And I've spent many hours researching how I can force it and none of them have worked. And again, this is the first time that you're just not able to grab it from a website and then like, and just run, force it to update. So good job. So far, so great. You know, um, for that choice. And I don't know why that choice exists. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it does anything to solve any problem. Like, I don't know why the ability to have it in a file. Anecdotal, Spencer, because their upgrade stats have shot up since they've made that change. They now, Is that true? Yes, they have successfully figured out a way of forcing people to upgrade without forcing them, without doing the Windows approach. Yes, that is true. So their adoption numbers on I, new OSs are. Oh changed. well, good for them. I just I want to update because I do think <laughs> what would be helpful. I'm just explaining the why. It, I'm not not like giving you if a hard if time. I was updating or updated, I I would hope that because I know that they've been focusing on just like making everything optimized, right? Like, well, the, I would the, love to see yeah. if it would work for me. Yeah, the. Uh, <laughs> The tricky part about like Apple usually doing a pretty good job on like, you know what, just make things easier, 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 easier. Right. That usually means that they don't prepare a ton of fail safes. And like somehow, some way people like you will run into like a very like specific sequence and order of events that then just like breaks the flow. And then it's like, oh, yeah. how do I get it back? Like, oh, we didn't think about that. So And I'm I, I'm legitimately thinking the only way that I could ever upgrade now is I think I have to destroy my computer. You probably have to wipe I it. I don't think yeah. there's another opportunity. There's no, I mean that would no. I'm not gonna I mean like at that point I'm I'm just not gonna do that. <laughs> like because I can't imagine how long it would take to wipe this computer and then re in like start from scratch. Ah, like a DNS. This computer this computer has nothing on it also so it's not really a huge deal um this is a poor investment on my part is really what it comes down to and my bigger concern is if i get another one the same thing will happen (laughs) Mm, yeah uh maybe i should do an experiment where i just buy like a 200 dollar pc and just we see how how that is (laughs) (laughs) yeah honestly yeah why not I mean, yeah, I, I could get a Chromebook. Like, they still exist? I'm not sure. <laughs> you could get a Chromebook. Well, hey, you know, Mac, thanks so much. Uh, I didn't even want it anyways, so. <laughs> I like waiting 10 minutes for GarageBand to open. So, there's you. Know, you. There's also, uh, do you save the files? Well, like. Well, like um, the project right, files? Because you export it, but like, do you save it after you export it? And then, like, just delete and it, save again. It for sure depends on how I'm feeling. Okay. Um, sometimes I just don't save them. Sometimes I do save them. Sometimes I, there's really no rhyme or reason why. Welcome to the DMGT podcast. We're going to do some live troubleshooting for Spencer's uh, GarageBand <laughs> file right now. <laughs> uh, no, so, no thank so, you. so there's this uh, what, what, 
GarageBand and what Logic does for a certain amount of time is they will store previous files, like audio files that you had saved from a previous recording sessions because they'll, they will let you undo and recover a lot of like mm. the recording. So what happens is because you're like recording in raw, um, an hour long vocal recording can be anywhere from like a couple hundred megabytes. And then as you stack that on over the course of a couple of weeks, a couple of months, or however often you're updating this file, that can become gigs and gigs and gigs of data. So that cache becomes super huge to then load up and that slows down your computer, especially if you have a little bit of another one. So there is a way to delete that. We can talk about that after the call, <laughs> after the recording. You know what's crazy, Danny? Um, and this is going to frustrate you. Uh, as you're talking, GarageBand just froze for like three seconds. Hell yeah, so dude. My file 555. You're going to have oh to take a goodness. look. Um, I I will probably look into how much can I throw this back at Steve Jobs' grave, yes. and how much will the how much money will spit out of it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you know that the nice thing about you know Apple, like some someone's collecting them and. They'll give you a overpriced return on that, on that bad boy. Yeah, yeah. Have fun with with it, Apple. <laughs> whatever you're, whatever you're doing with it, probably just throwing it into the trash. <laughs> um, but enjoy the trash. Love it, uh, love it, Danny. What are we talking about today? So huh? we're talking about what your thoughts are on slaps. I'm just kidding. We are not. We are not going to talk about that. No at slap all. zone. Nothing. I don't care. We don't care. Uh, Only slaps I care about is when I was in high school as a video productions oh nerd. We made a video where we just realized that camera angles existed, and we just did a bunch of fake slaps <laughs> all around the school, and yeah. it escalated more and more, and uh, and then it ended with a pretend fight. It was, you know, that's the only slap I'm thinking about. I love it. I'm thinking about slaps like you know like this song slaps because yeah that new denzel curry album was dope slap. as hell and i'm actually thinking about slats uh because oh. you know i just got a new ikea bed it sounds like slats it sounds like slacks you know like slack but like pants no work zone no no, no, no pants pants oh, got it damn got it spencer it. you didn't let me finish pants um, and then it is more like the return of the mac lamore and uh, I'm going to cut you off there, and we're going to talk yeah, about our topics should. now. <laughs> we have PlayStation announced new PlayStation Plus tiers, and what they maybe is. We have some thoughts on it uh, as far as like it being, is this a true game uh, Game Pass competitor? Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Also, name it Game Name it PlayStation Plus Plus, PlayStation <laughs> Plus Plus Plus. Please, cowards. <laughs> Why did you have two? Like, I just want to add more pluses. You could have done PlayStation. Like, then it could have been like PlayStation Squared or like, you know, I don't know, whatever. Uh, it would have been fun. Whatever. That would, that would have been fun. They should have just kept Spartacus because it was called Spartacus was like the code name for the project. Yeah, that would have been that would have been more fun. Yeah. So ah, we'll see. Breath of the Wild officially Breath of the Wild Part uh, Part Two. Technically, we don't have the name. It's just sequel to Breath of the Wild is what Nintendo's been calling it. Um, officially delayed to spring 2023. Also very ambiguous. Um, I think. I mean, I think they saw. I think they saw Elden Ring and they were like, "Oh fuck, we gotta <laughs> maybe do some more shit." They kind of okay. All right, game changed. <laughs> yeah. So we yeah. okay. We uh, man, I just don't see. I just don't see it. Anyone else beating them? I I. It did. It, you could throw any I, of the previous five game of the year winners, and I don't know if they, they any of them beat out. I'm uh, I am gonna game. say a controversial statement. Uh -oh. I don't love Breath of the Wild. Oh, we've talked about that one. Yeah, sure. Okay, I don't love it, and I like I get it, but I think it's great. I also think it's overrated. So, I mean, we've it's talked about that empty. one before. It's pretty it empty. It is very empty. It is very empty. Um, Apple Mac Monitor, the studio display, as it is known, out and about in people's hands. We can kind of see what people's reactions are. I actually looked at it at the Apple Store uh, last week. So I have some actual firsthand experience thoughts on, on that. And, uh, like, the 
the nano texture thing that they do for like their version of a matte finish. Uh, mm. And then Stream Deck, PlayStation VR 2 stuff, you know, very gaming and tech ho- uh, focused today, folks. Yeah, it is. Um, so our first topic, which was the PlayStation Plus stuff. Yeah. So Danny, what is your initial reaction to this announcement? So I, I took a look at it and, and when, when everything came out and it's just it's not I don't think it's not really a true Game Pass competitor, right? It's more of an expansion to your PlayStation Plus subscription as it exists today, plus some benefits of PlayStation now. So there's a little bit of consolidation happening right there. Um as far as like what people expected from it, I'm like, I don't think it's a terrible thing. I think there's going to be some people that are going to enjoy going back to their PS3 games, so their PS2, PS1, um, the PSP stuff, like for any retro gaming. I think it's a little pricey just to do those things. But if you do it, like I think you brought this up, and I'll let you kind of expand on how you yeah. want to approach it. Um, but like if you do like for a month just to like play something that you wanted to retouch on. You can do that. You still will have will have access to like a PS5 library. Just like the biggest thing here that people were looking for, I think, was that day one AAA access accessibility through the subscription itself, um, which is not happening. But I think PlayStation, and we've talked about this in the past as far as like how Microsoft is approaching subscription the subscription mm-hmm. model and how PlayStation is approaching it are a little bit different. Like. PlayStation is still like appealing to like, no, I want to own my game. I want to like either physically or digitally, like it's my game. I can download it. It exists and it's mine. Whereas Game Pass and Microsoft, along with what seems like the rest of tech is going like, yeah, you don't own anything. We're going to, we're going to lend it to you for a subscription, which isn't always necessarily a bad thing. Like my approach has always been as far as accessibility goes for some of these things, relatively harmless. And if it works for you, it works for you. Don't you don't have to use this on a console now. So it opens up a ton of opportunities for an audience that yeah. may not have been able to do it before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh I I was you know, I looked at it and I was like, well, I mean, without knowing what the games are, it's just numbers and it's not I think the the general reaction was tepid at yes, best. Yes, yes. Is is kind of everything, which which, you know, I I I feel like I'm a bit more like not excited, but like optimistic about it, but just because like I have exclusively had a PlayStation since PlayStation two. And, uh, and I, I just, I'm like, well, the games that they release are still the games I want to play yeah. more so than any other platform. Um, and I think they, you know, like I, I'm, I'm not a, I, I'm a hard to say a fanboy. It's just, I want to play video games and it's the one that I know it's kind of, it's like, I'm not a Mac fanboy, but I have a lot of iPhones, right? Like it's like, and we talk about Mac a lot right. because like, it's part of our lives all the time. Um, because it's just like, honestly, more or less path of least resistance. I don't have to start over with an Xbox, yeah. like, and then say goodbye to all the digital games that I bought on PlayStation. Like at this point, I'm just going to keep on keeping on. But, um, I think like what those 350 games are for the second tier what those extra ones are for the third yep. tier, I think really is where it's going to come to if I, if I actually think it's worth it or not. Like for me, um, the thing I really liked about the PlayStation five launch was the kind of curated collection of games you like could play yeah. right away with, with the, with the, the PlayStation plus kind of expansion uh, in, in earnest, like uh, because it justified the cost instantly for me right um of of playstation plus at at 10 bucks a month right and the reason why was because i played uh, a game that i would have never bought probably days gone and i really liked it like i I know it's like absolutely a b-tier type of game yeah um and that's totally fine like uh like i and i and i had very low expectations because i wasn't spending extra money to play it you know what i mean like even like and i think that made it a much better experience to play um and if for the second tier which is 24 dollars if you're paying monthly is that yeah 24.99 no no it was um hold on sorry keep going sorry it was it was 10 15 and 24 i think um 
So that that second tier, right? Those 350 games. Like if there's 10 games that I want to play on that. 18, 18, not 18. Okay, 18. If there's if there's 10 games I want to play on that that are going to be on there for the next 2 years. Like 10 games. And if I get a similar amount of playtime as Days Gone, meaning I play the game, yeah. right? I I complete the game. Yeah. Like they don't all have to be as long, right? That uh but if you do 10 games through this service, to me, I would have probably bought five of them and spent the same amount of money. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. like maybe even three of them and spent the same amount of money that, that the, the thing is for the t- higher tier. Like, um, I just don't think it's something that I care about cause I don't want to play PlayStation two games. I don't want to play PlayStation three games. I, uh, I don't like old games unless they're like, more retro than that because i think like a lot of once you get into 3d space games they age they just terribly. don't fucking age well age like terribly, they yeah. 2d games age great and um yeah so so it's like i don't really care about any of that stuff that some people are up in arms about like and i'm like i don't who cares who what you're gonna play i don't even know i can't even name like that's how little i re- think about old games it's like yeah, I could go play Metal Gear Solid, I guess. Like, but why? Yeah, yeah. The uh, I, I think that that's probably where most of the scrutiny is coming down on uh, this whole like tier um, version because PlayStation Plus Premium, Premium. Wow, that's uh, actually a no, bit that was of a rough song twister. Yikes! Um, PlayStation Plus Premium nailed it. Uh, it's just like okay, so basically the same thing as your second tier. For, for an extra like three and i think playstation knows this as well because it's just like we're not going to go all the way up to 20 uh it's an additional three bucks and you get to play old games now if they ever bring in day and date kind of releases right if they go you know what fuck it god of war's on here day one like and then they indicate that sony entertainment studio games will be available like i think that's awesome the other thing like that they like the thing that you have to consider is um how did video streaming go and how where are we now as opposed to where we were even a couple years back right right right. a couple years back like and let's say five years ago maybe like go into six seven years ago where netflix was really the game in town right you had netflix you had like a bad hbo product right hbo plus it's always plus or something before it was hbo max it was like something else yeah um and then you had like the beginnings of hulu right um and that's really all there was like six seven years ago in terms of major players in the game and what was happening there was everyone was just purchasing content right and licensing content and basically they weren't making content yet right it was all i'm getting Harry Potter for the next five years. I'm getting this. I'm doing this. And they were just throwing money at licensing yeah, to have interesting. the biggest okay, library. That's what it started as, right? Who has the best library? That's That was the whole thing. And then over time, like that is not a sustainable model because we're talking, it eventually got to billions and billions of dollars of licensing fees. And, you know, Netflix kind of started to be the first people to shift away from that and start to really invest in, no, we're making this content. Yeah. We yeah. are funding the content as opposed to buying the content right. that was made right. somewhere else. And just, we're, oh, this is our thing. We, it's ours, right? And, and so they also, everyone started buying like actual like production houses and stuff, right? And, you know, Amazon is doing that in insane ways because they just have so much capital and yeah they just they just they just bought what mgm was it yeah like for some stupid number like well i mean and it's like disney was like what if we just bought lucasfilm right right for bill and it's like oh that's such a good investment (laughs) oh yeah they've already seen returns on that in less than 10 years they saw returns on that Uh, oh yeah i mean they're that's like one of the best deals of all time is that like in terms of media right. and i don't think i don't know if that's what it's viewed as but it's like oh the thing that already was existing and making money for 30 years and now you own that and it'll go on forever because it's just 
a genre of movie is a Star War. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, um, so, so I think, you know, when you're thinking about the early days of any type of thing like this, like Microsoft is like probably burning a shitload of cash. Yes, they are. Trying to have all of this availability and licensing, right? And eventually that's going to be something they cannot sustain because money is not infinite in when you're doing that kind of cash burn. I'm not saying like they aren't going to be able to do this for years. Like, and if you want the best thing now, like it's, it's the, it's game pass, right? Like it has the most availability, the most flexibility, all that. But then you have now, right? How many streaming services are you subscribed to? Too many. Like, right. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. And we're back to cable But the difference is, it's yeah, we're right back to where we started. I'm spending the same amount of money as I would on getting cable TV. And like the thing that's happening is most of the content that is coming through these the streaming services now are are their content. Yep. Right? Yep. So and and Netflix like is particularly Netflix figured figured out a model that works for them because they they started off like going hard on like hey you know what we're gonna like spend some money and try this out on like some super high quality stuff like yeah uh, like House of Cards early in the early like season oh, yeah. season or two was like damn this is actually incredible um, what was that movie that they uh, well they they did a couple of films and then they expanded their TV and now they went like all right we're gonna do the the like the food stuff they have down better I think than anyone yeah. like. I mean, you can't sneeze without hitting a Ryan Reynolds two hundred million dollar budgeted movie, and and Netflix. and they're usually like a, f- a fun enough watch. They're entertained. I just saw yeah. the Adam Project the other day. I was like, oh, this is, you know, not the greatest movie of all time, but like this was a fun it's watch. Fine. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was it was it was all right. Uh, yeah. So I think, and it goes back to still what I what I think has been has been true. PlayStation still because. Remember, this is not a Game Pass competitor because you still need to have a PlayStation console right. to actually benefit from these tiers because they're all downloadable, except for the retro games, which will be streamed from from your console. Or if you have like the app on your phone, you can like stream into your console and then stream it from there. That's like two layers. I have no idea. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Maybe maybe they address that in some way down the line. Um but then when you talk about like Game Pass, if, if you're talking just pure value, Game Pass obviously is a thing that makes sense because you don't have to mm-hmm. buy a console. Like if if you have an Xbox or a PlayStation 5, you should this convert it does not matter to you. Who cares? Right? Because like continue yeah, doing you your thing. Have you already have the yeah. thing. And at that point, like just so like, okay, maybe it's easier to use your console for like Game Pass, but otherwise, like you should probably move in the direction of like not having your console anymore. Unless you like that having that flexibility of like sometimes buying your games, which in that case, you're basically leveling out with PlayStation, the new PlayStation tiers, because now you're purchasing yeah. games that you want to own, whereas PlayStation would just let you download them. So it's yeah. like a weird trade-off right now for sure, value-wise, Game Pass makes more sense. But then like you look at like the quality of these games and like yeah. the Microsoft fans, I'm sorry, you're going to hate to hear this right now. But like even with all these acquisitions and stuff, I'm like, I still don't trust Microsoft to deliver like a Nintendo quality game, a, a, a Sony Studios through, yeah. a, a quality game uh, from software now. Like third parties are like delivering those. Halo Infinite was supposed to be like, oh, man, I hate Microsoft's back. Cool. 343 is completely botched that game and microtransactions you really think you really think they're gonna let bethesda do it do it right so they had they haven't technically delivered uh a like epic game since skyrim and that was what 10 years ago literally over 10 years ago so it's like yeah, there's yeah, that I, balance right now where it's like yes yeah. the value is there but like maybe the quality doesn't quite match up and maybe microsoft's trying to like just absorb some of these studios to then yeah. start building up the quality which could be could be a thing well, but it's like also, i don't think it's as lopsided as the conversation is online at least and even my reaction to this these new tiers is very meh i'm not as excited yeah. as you are but i don't hate it yeah and i think um the the thing you know like because it's all it's all kind of melding together right video games are the biggest entertainment money maker you know and yeah 
it's no longer movies, but I think right now we're in a time where games are starting to mirror movies in different ways yeah. and say vice versa. But um, the thing that like could be a consideration is like the reason why a lot of things were going direct to Netflix a lot over the pandemic and all of the streaming services yeah. and it's like premiering here and all this was because studios weren't able to put anything in movies. Right. So there was a lot of stuff where it's like, we got to get this out and make some money on it. So we're going to sell this to Netflix, yeah. sell this to Amazon, whatever. Um, but uh, the, the thing that is happening now that theaters are back open, they're not doing that anymore, but the window of time that it's in theaters is the lowest it's ever been yeah. in our lifetime. It's like a lot of it's 45 days now, 40 days now where it used to be. Um, I mean, it used to be all year a movie would be out and then it kind of in a lot of our lifetime was, you know, three, four months. Then it came down to two, three months. And then it kind of is now at like a lot of it's 45 days. I wonder if there's something where, um, because like basically revenue collapses in sales of movies yeah. after the first X amount of weeks. Like basically you make like 90% of your money in the first like four weeks and the rest of it honestly doesn't really change how it did. It it just, you know, either adds to success a little bit or it makes the failure feel worse, but it doesn't change that much. And that's why they're starting to be more comfortable with saying like, well, let's get another way to purchase this game, to purchase this movie out there, right? Yeah. And that might be something that like video games are maybe going to be more interested in, especially considering like uh, Sony single player focus, right? Yeah. On yeah. crafting good single player experiences. That's kind of a similar way of viewing a yes, movie, yes. right? Like, um, cause it's not a TV show. It's a movie. It's a one thing. It's this thing. And then once it's over, it's over. Um, there could be something where, yeah, maybe God of war for six months is something you have to purchase. And then month seven, like I'm not saying 45 days should be the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's even, no, you'll always be a year behind. But guess what? Someone like me, I'd be fine being a year behind and never yeah. buying a video game again because I don't really need to play the newest game when it comes out because I just avoid it getting spoiled. Like, it's not that hard. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on really quick is I'm now to a point with subscription services where it is more financially beneficial for me to purchase or rent movies through Amazon Prime that are on other streaming services rather than add the streaming service for the month to to get what right, I want right. to see. Like like I'd rather instead of like I, I want to watch Coda, the the best picture mm -hmm. winner. Um but I don't have Apple TV. Right. So I could get Apple TV for a month and pay like 10 bucks and then forget about it for two months. And then so they get 30 bucks and I'll probably Maybe watch Ted Lasso, maybe. I don't know. Right. Like, for the most part, I'm usually just playing Elden Ring at this point. <laughs> but uh, but it's also like six bucks to rent on Amazon Prime. And I'm like, oh, that's actually better to do. <laughs> like, so I'm doing that more where I'm like, oh, yeah, I honestly don't even want to look through all of the streaming services to figure out where the fuck this one is. Yeah, yeah. Like, if it's two ninety nine to rent on Amazon Prime, I'll just do that. <laughs> like like because it, it's really still to this day not easy to always find which one has this for free without it being a brand new movie like right. if you're watching anything older it's like oh it's available on all these and i'm like but what one is it actually included with right right yeah so anyway so maybe you know something maybe they're thinking more about that type of model it could be that's interesting yeah thinking towards like we want to try to arms race something that's already established, which is initially what like Hulu was trying to do with Netflix. And then they went like, this isn't going to, we're not going to win. Mm -mm. Do you remember when everyone thought Netflix was going to collapse because the office was leaving Netflix? Oh yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's nah, fine. There's it's always totally another fine. thing to watch. It was totally fine. I, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't left it. I mean, I should leave it cause I don't watch it, but I should leave every streaming service and then, Literally, only when I want to watch a show on them, purchase the streaming service for that amount of time. Yeah, we we I do not need continual. We use we use Netflix and HBO the most. 
most heavily for sure. So those two we would we would keep. Lily uses Hulu for some stuff here and there, but and yeah. we could like yeah we could rent them or, Be- or whatever. Best thing I've ever seen uh, in terms of something actually that I was like, oh, that's nice for me as a consumer <laughs> in, in this day and age. It was uh, like uh, Discovery Plus is going to absorb into HBO Max. Oh, cool. Like directly. And it's just like, yeah, we're just going to integrate them and they're just going to be part of the same thing. And the All price right. is the same. And I was like, that's cool. I mean, you're going to eventually make me eat that price in like six months. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You'll jack up, uh, you you'll know, do a Netflix I, honestly, jack up the price, right? Yeah. So I don't have to like have 25 different streaming services installed on all of my devices. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, uh, it's insane. The, uh, it, it, it's, it's interesting. I think it's so, it's so early right now. And these, like mm-hmm. with, with, especially with gaming, um, that's probably the way you're right. I, I like that, that that's where you're going. That's, it just makes sense. I, I hadn't thought yeah. about it that way, but it just, it just makes sense. And event eventually, we are going to get to that point where there will be some consolidation. I believe it's already happening, which isn't yeah. necessarily great um, across multiple media forms. It's not just in gaming. Like it's, it's like we just talked about Amazon purchasing MGM and all these other stuff. Um, but I, I think with, with the way that PlayStation's approaching this right now and like with how like Microsoft has like re- more, than, more than one time has said like don't worry Activision games Call of Duty all of those are still going to be available on PlayStation you guys have nothing to worry about I'm like maybe this is why this PlayStation Plus thing isn't like specific to compete with Game Pass because maybe Microsoft is going to like basically just strong arm Sony and saying like, Hey, we just got way more money than you. So, uh, but also well, like we don't want to get into the single player or like the story or more quality but what if, level. But what, and we'll just, but what if they to PlayStation at some point? Well, that, that is definitely somewhat something that could happen. And then the other side is like, well, what if Microsoft just goes, Hey, what if, so I like can have for the next five years, I give you a billion dollars and you give me the God of War series. Like, and you let it be on Game Pass for five years. Yeah. Like, why? Like, because we're talking franchises. Yeah. Like, that's what we're all, that's everything we're talking about is really just the idea of a franchise, right? Like, Amazon bought the rights to the Cimmerillion and Lord of the Rings for a shitload of money because they were like, you want money? Yeah, we want to do this right, and so I I wonder if something like that doesn't ever happen where it's like, yeah, no, I mean like, eventually that might break down, but I would bet, you know, if you package like Last of Us, God of War, some of those banner Sony Entertainment uh, games, and say like we license them for a billion bucks for five years, like that's I, that's probably a deal that people would think about at the very yeah, least, yeah. And it ultimately it doesn't, I don't think it like, because you will still forever have an audience that wants their physical media. And I think that there's, it's a good thing to have a healthy amount of that too, just for like the yeah. balance of like actually owning, you know, your own shit. Um, so I wouldn't like be too worried about it as far as like, if, you know, like we, we kept a very uh, like kind of high level and like where the future is going to go here. Like. You and I literally do not care about console wars, even though you lean very heavily more on the PlayStation side. I play PC, so like I get to play all the Microsoft games anyways, and well, the few that I actually want to, but because <laughs> <laughs> they're not always super great, not not the ones for me at least. But like, it's just it, like you should people should start approaching it in that sense of like, how is this going to change and affect your experience as a gamer in the future yeah. where's it going to go and it just helps you be better informed and help better prepare for that stuff if you we need to like react in some way to those changes so uh yeah i mean i'll probably bump up to the to the uh what is it the plus 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 premium yeah. or whatever not the premium. whatever i mean it depends you know once they release the list of games that's when i would yeah I would probably yeah. think about it if there's like a couple games i want to play and I mean, I honestly can't imagine ever stopping playing Elden Ring at this point. Like, I believe I am exactly 50% of the way. Like, and I'm like, oh, so I have double the, 
the amount of time I've already invested until this game is over, I was like, I don't know if this game will ever end. Um, it's, it's so fucking oh crazy. God. But sorry, we're not yeah, yeah. not trying to talk Elden Ring all the time. <laughs> Though I almost pitched to you, which would have been the worst podcast of all time. What if we just co-op Elden Ring and talk during it? And I was like, because I wanted to play Elden Ring. <laughs> like, like during right now <laughs> honestly that might make for like a good like twitch or youtube series or something we could do a I couple videos i don't know oh uh, we could we could cut it we could cut it it'd be great it would be great no i'm into um, it but, i'm into it uh danny have you looked at any since we're kind of talking sony we might as well briefly touch on yeah psvr2 um, have you read any reactions to some of the kind of early testing that they were allowing to happen? I have not. I have not. You actually kind of surprised me on on that one. Yeah, it, it it I think it it was pretty under the radar and like it's it, it feels a little rumory like even still, but it does seem like it it was actually happening and I was looking at some of uh Pos- the, positive or negative. Really I mean what I was reading was quite positive ooh, yeah ooh. Um, yes i love that yeah like like uh let me go here uh sorry psv or um just wanted to check a quick area uh yeah i mean it sounds like basically they people are very excited to develop on the architecture oh. of of it because it is devoted to being a gaming first uh, yes. VR device, which is like not what's currently happening. Right. There is 350 plus games currently in development for PSVR 2. Like, so they're, oh, they're starting damn. to send out like the developer models and, and stuff. And um, what I was reading, and I can't like cite my source at this point, but what I was reading from uh, a lot of the very brief reactions, whatever they've let leak from a couple places where you were able to use it a little bit or something like it's very confusing on where it happened. Um, people are like, Oh yeah, this is like, I feel as if I am transporting myself into a new place. That's so like, cool. Is, is, is kind of the reactions and you know, everything tech early hype wise. Is sure, bullshit. sure. Sure. Um, and like every movie that's ever come out has rave Twitter reviews, right? Like, <laughs> um, but it, it was something that I saw and I was actually pretty surprised. And honestly, like at this point, if I can't find a source, you're gonna have to cut this out because I might be lying, but I'm pretty sure it happened. Uh, I could have sworn I read a bunch of articles about it a week ago, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing some stuff about like, you know, improved performance and like uh, the eye tracking being really, really good and strong. So then th- these are all like articles from the last couple of days even. So um yeah, that makes sense. I think so. So a lot of people were like, just like, oh, that's eh. what it was. It was behind closed doors, developers getting to see a build of it. That's so it was a got very it, small group it. of people okay. and it wasn't media people. So that's why okay. it's been like vague as hell. So, well, that, that makes sense because they're not media people. Uh, but yeah. there is something to say about like develop people creating for a thing, being excited about the tech, the underlying tech behind behind it, I think is is always interesting because always good. when when you go back to like even the um the the PlayStation 5's uh storage architecture and how how quickly you could load data, everyone was like, what the heck does any of this mean? Because it was all very like technical jargon. But all the developers were like, yo, that's cool as hell because this, because that, because of the way that you design games and blah, blah, blah. Very conceptual things that like game, yeah. most gamers are like, I, I don't know what that means. But then you see it in practice, like, here's what that means for the game design of Miles Morales. Here's what it means. And here's what it looks like in practice for the game design of Returnal. Here's what it means for all of these other other things that now we're starting to like really see. And it's like, oh, oh, this is possible because because of the underlying tech in yeah. the PlayStation. So I think that that part of it always, like, it's a little bit, that's why I approach that hype a little bit differently than, like, normal media hype, because, you yeah. know, it, I trust that these technical people are, are, are knowing what they're saying. But I think yeah. for, as far as, like, because I, I'm some people are like, oh, why is there still a cable attached to it? But like, because this is going to be a gaming experience. Like, an Oculus you're not going to get the same performance and you're not going to get the same experience. Sure. It's going to be completely wireless and free. And also never, I'm never going to give Facebook my money um, for that thing. But 
I'm like, I don't care. One line tethered, one one cable. Make it make it super long, PlayStation. Make it long as shit. So if I have to move around, it's not all in the way. It's fine. That if that means yeah. that the PS5 is going to be powering it, it's not being powered by like some onboard chip, and it's going to be underpowered and feel weird and janky. I'm all in. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, like, um, would I prefer it to be wireless? Yeah, yes, I mean, of course. Would, that yeah, sure. But also, it's like. I don't really care that much. <laughs> like, I don't like if it works good. I don't like I, you know, I played the PSVR. Of course, like I more or less gave it to my sister because I never play it. Um, and it's because I actually am frustrated because it is an underpowered system against other things you can get for similar money. Like, and this one like is not going to be top of the line in terms of resolution once it releases. Like there's, you know what I mean? Like the specs are kind of in the like high tier so far of what we know, but apparently the implementation of everything is like the best it's been. So that it's like, yeah, I'm I'm really interested to see it. It's kind of kind of the the idea of like sometimes with uh with Apple products, right? Where you're like, right. this isn't like top tier spec wise, but then you're like, oh, the implementation, but this is still yeah. working yeah. the best of yeah. of it. Yeah. Like the, so, I, I'm wondering if it's we're seeing more of that because. I think the thing is like, is it raw power? Isn't technically the Xbox more powerful than the PlayStation? Yes. yes. Right. And it's like, but then you watch all the digital foundry tech reviews of games and PlayStation loads faster, like almost every time. Yeah. So it's like, and it has a better frame rate and it, you know, has a better like, uh, uh, per, you know, texture handling and stuff. And it's like, yeah, no, it's like, it's very close. It's like, sure. Doesn't yeah. Yeah. Really yeah matter. You don't really tell the difference. But yeah, it's like, it's tough because it used to be like when everything was a bit more, a bit less complicated in terms of tech, even though it was still very complicated. It was like, oh no, the highest number stuff was going to always be better. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was the same thing with like phones and laptops and stuff. And now like that's, that's has changed. And the way that you think about efficiency and stuff is like, at least on the tech side, this is getting on the very nerdy speak of it, but um, well, no, no, that, that's to segue yeah. into some things that don't have top line specs but have top line prices. Yeah, um, this Mac Studio monitor, Danny, you were talking about it a couple, you know, whatever weeks back, and it got into people's hands, and you've saw, seen it with your own eyes. Yes, Danny, I have. Tell me about it. It is a nice monitor. It is a very nice monitor. So I pulled it up because I saw some videos like look uh, that technically it like youtube will will register that your that the display can can give you hdr uh, even though technically like the spec sheet doesn't support it but i think it's just the way that like the the way that this monitor reproduces color and the, and the contrast and it 600 nits technically gets you to hdr 600 not quite hdr 10 mm-hmm. it, get, it technically uh google chrome will say okay sure we'll, well i'll put it even though Google Chrome's implementation of HDR and 4K is not necessarily perfect. Um, but I did it side by side with uh, with some of the newer Macs because I have I have my existing 14-inch MacBook Pro that the display is amazing. Like the best display mm. by far I, I have. Like I love this display. Um, it looks really good. It looks really good. I was kind of kind of surprised at how like just like a little deep in the contrast. Like I was pulling up like um HDR videos that have like some very dark spots and, and bright spots and more color and then comparing it to like my phone and the mm-hmm. other the other was like damn it damn it I hate that that I like the way it looks I like the way it looks the uh, the size is a little weird because it's like you know Apple does their thing with the aluminum so that means the casing and the enclosure has to be a little bit thicker than like this monitor that I'm looking at the screen at on. Uh, mm-hmm. But the glossy finish, I'm a sucker. Right now, I've been talking about glossy finishes for for a while. I'm like, glossy, give me a glossy finish monitor. And this is one of two monitors in the market right now that exist that have a glossy monitor. It is mm-hmm. extremely pricey. You should not get this unless you are a stickler for content, video editing, photo editing. And, or or if you're just like it and just if has you to be want a matte finish it's $400 extra yes stupid by the way stupid. so it's a 2000 
dollar monitor. Ridiculous. Um, so in that sense, it's like it, Apple loves doing this thing, and the, the, I love M- MKBHD's uh, comparison to it. I don't know if you saw his video on it, where it's like it's like when you're when you're watching a game on ESPN and they and they pull up some bullshit stats on like first player to get under the age of twenty eight to do 23 yeah, points per yeah, game yeah, in the yeah, last yeah. 10 games and like some weird like very specific like well, okay well yeah of course if you start getting it down to that thing then no, yeah. nothing else compares i to could it. hold some sort of MBA sure sure we're like, getting that specific that, that's that's the shit that apple does and that's why when people are like ah but see there's nothing like it in the market like yeah but that's that's a little disingenuous yeah. now seeing that in person at least i can like quantify it to some degree with my own eyes yeah um, now yeah, I think, Danny, what you would have to do to do due diligence in that, you would have to go to the Apple store because, you know, we may not be big enough for them to send us one for mm, testing. Maybe not. Um, and also don't know how to test uh, monitors, actually. We would just look at them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, what people are but, doing. Well, I know. Yeah. But uh, the, the real way it would be to take that monitor and then take the monitors that cost one third or less of the price and put them all side by side playing the same content. And then really, you know, instead of looking at them against other nice Apple displays and it's as nice as other Apple displays, I think it's really, that's how that would be the only way I could purchase it ever is if I go, here's 500, you know, here's 800, here's a thousand, here's 1200, here's 1400. And here's the Mac, you know, the, 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 the Mac studio play the same content and then go truly like that would be the only way I could ever justify if I go this is worth three times that 500 like you know yeah uh, yeah like but I just don't see if that's I do not I cannot see that ever actually legitimately being true but like, it is but it is here here's the thing like when if you don't care about it like so much about the reproduction of like a monitor then you're not you're no amount no amount of improvements is going to say make you make you go yes this is worth three times five hundred dollars that difference is mm-hmm. not worth that it's just never going to happen just like just like a regular person should never go and get like a reference monitor that they use in Hollywood for video editing even if you do video a prof, video a professional grade video editing at home right that's fifty thousand dollars. Oh goddamn! Like the Sony ones, like the super right. high end ones that they use, like actually on set. Like it just doesn't make sense. But for for their purposes and the 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 actual professional like color grading that they're doing, yes, it is worth that price because that's the that's the only thing they can get. No one else is making making them like that. That's an extreme but, example. That is an extreme example, and I realize that. But I think for. And again, th- that's why I said most people shouldn't get this. I'm like, I'm already qualified no, know, it from the front. I, like, most people should not get this. Um, it, I think there's going to be a lot of people that are t- going to talk themselves into it. That's the thing. Yes, you sh- You probably shouldn't. You, pro- I'm probably right. talking myself into it, but you shouldn't. You are talking yourself into it, Danny. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to save you. You know, you've had a little bit of not having a job. Well, that's why I'm not getting. That's why I haven't gotten it. That's why I haven't gotten it. Help you out. But. Um, but I, I really think like it's one of those things. It's like a a wine som 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 sommelier sommelier sommelier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that what it is? I think I maybe think that's right. Sommelier sommelier. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, whatever, it, whatever. Oh, People that like wine and they make it a career. Um, uh, those the the YouTube videos of them like trying good and cheap wine, and then like you can tell that there was a time where they weren't cooking the books and then i think all the wine people got mad and now they're more accurate magically yeah on those videos but like the early one it's like you know they have a 200 hundred dollar bottle of wine they taste it and they're like this is a cheap wine and then it's like oh oh no <laughs> it's, i think it's the same thing where it's like yeah uh you know you could put that 500 hundred dollar monitor and the, the 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 studio monitor against someone who already wants the studio monitor and they're gonna you're gonna it, it 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 would be very interesting to see them walk themselves into so this is worth it. I and, think and I think the uh, so when, when if you if we're if we're gonna do like normal consumers, they're uh, uh, and your average day to day consumer just get just 
just get your three hundred, four hundred dollar monitor. Ma- like but it's it's just gonna I think do the it. Thing is, but like Mac is made for the everyday consumer, and just because this thing's called a Mac Studio doesn't mean that they don't want everyone to buy one. Like, oh yeah, for sure, for it, sure. They don't make niche products, and no. this isn't. This has a price tag that's insane, and they're honestly seeing if we're gonna fucking do it. Well, that's why that's why I pulled like, up like, the uh, the. That's why I sent you the this uh, 4K, this new Samsung one. Because yeah. it's it's a uh, very on paper very similarly spec right thirty two inches four K, uh, but it's also like this weird like trying to approach it from okay so this is the uh, the Samsung M eight four K smart monitor and streaming TV so it's a two in one TV and monitor thirty two inches four K sixty hertz refresh HDR ten four hundred nits peak brightness. Comes with the camera. Comes with the camera. A, a similar, uh, similar build, I think. A aluminum build. Looks similar, yeah. Seven hundred and thirty dollars. So that's. I mean, that's. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's like, how are you going to, like, uh, yeah? I just don't. It's, I mean, even it's a VA panel, though. It's a VA panel. I'm an IPS boy. I'm an IPS boy. Even MKHB. Oh yeah, no. He like his and he's a he is a fanboy of Apple. No. You say that too, but you haven't actually seen you YouTube fanboys, like actual fanboys. Well, yeah, no, he's not sorry. He is usually very positive on Apple products. But he's also generally like I think he at this point reviews products that he's interested in yeah. more so than anything like he doesn't review shitty things unless it's worth it but um even he which is to me it is pretty rare like where he just goes like this is tough for me to recommend yeah like yeah. not because it's not good he's like it's awesome don't get me wrong but like it's just hard for a to me to to in good conscience say like this is for anybody other than a niche audience yeah and if you think you're a niche audience, you better you better really actually be because otherwise you're going to be pissed because this is a terrible webcam. So my 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 niche my niche oh the webcam atrocious they should, again I'm a fan of like or I'm always like just remove the webcam remove those stupid speakers which sounds yeah. solid but like I don't care I don't need good speakers on my monitor I have better mo- better speakers at home my niche unfortunately is the glossy monitor and I want a glossy monitor and there are two options this Mac Studio and an Eve Spectrum which is notorious for their absolute garbage support if anything goes wrong and their consistency of the quality they're 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 comically bad so it's like well damn but but also I was like do I take that risk and that display is 700 bucks it's not 1600 maybe maybe I do that's that's where I'm currently torn right now, and Lily would <laughs> would confirm that like you're looking at monitors too much. I I with all the love in my heart, I do not understand at all that need <laughs> <laughs> to just have everything be glossy, and I don't know why. I don't know, man. That's just know. what I want. I, that's just what I I'm, want. I know. I'm just so glad that I don't have this problem, but I'm sure I, I mean, like I have a million other versions yeah, of this, yes. but this one, I just, <laughs> it's a, it's a bridge too far for me, Danny. I don't, I don't understand why it matters. <laughs> Color accuracy, man. And like, it, it, I, I do the obnoxious thing where it's like, I'm like looking and then I'm looking and I pause again. And I'm like, ah, well, this just looks better on my TV. And I'm like, and then, and then I'll go to like, I'll move it over and it's like, Man, this is so much better on my TV, but it's like ah. But now I'm not in my computer, and like I have to record these damn things, and you know, transfer the files over. I'm like actually doing a lot of the work here for yeah. the DMGT with the video editing and all oh, that shit. So wow. come on, you're gonna bring this? Yes, into the yes, yes. System. If you're gonna That's pick on me, I'm... if you're gonna pick oh, on me, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm that you a hard is time. that. I, well, I mean, <laughs> you, there it we're works. we're even. It we're works. even. I feel like I have a. I was a little too mean. Uh, I'm sorry. I was a little too mean. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't care. Um, you definitely do all of the work for this. I just come do a podcast and uh, and then you shit fun. on me for it. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. You work way harder and every every yeah. No, the, no, no, the, no, no. This is this is a partnership. It's and it's only fine. It's a it's nice. like literally it's a fine monitor. It's pretty to look at. Overpriced. There, that's the bottom yeah. line. Overpriced. Boom. Uh, was there anything else we had to get to? Uh, what what do we have? I mean, I like the Denzel Curry album a lot. If you have, yeah, I feel it's like good. So we could just kind of close up here a little bit on some of that that stuff. And you brought this up a couple of weeks ago. We're entering, I think, that time of the year where like we're starting to get like the heavy hitters in in the music space for for the year. It's uh, it's spring, baby. It's springtime, baby. Everybody's so. trying to be the soundtrack of the summer, and that that starts in spring. Oh man, you know what? You know what? The uh, the two Vince Staples tracks, I think, are leaning heavily in that in that sense i think he did that a little bit with the self-titled but um it was a lot more i don't know we like i mean i liked it a, a ton last year but it was a lot more i guess mellow for him ish and this one feels more like you know boppy and 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 uh head bangy with with the stuff that he's released this week it's it's yeah, only tuesday yeah, it's- and he's already like launched like he released he released a song because of the uh, oscar thing so i thought that was kind of funny he's like uh, i'm feel inspired here's here's the music video and the, and the track i'm like all right well there's a positive <laughs> yeah yeah uh but the denzel curry album really good uh man that opening track he just he goes hey just so everybody knows i'm definitely gonna fucking rip this album up <laughs> like like it's just like first verse i'm just gonna throw really really cool shit out there yeah um and it's always so yeah i mean i just it's good i love that he is like redefines his sound like on almost every single project it's like it's like it's just a little different it's a little different yeah. each time and this one is very kind of i don't think there was a single trap beat on this album Maybe there was like one, but it was very like kind of flowy uh, 90s, early 2000s, like East Coast, West Coast combination, a little bit of like Atlanta stuff, um, but not not very trappy, but still like some of like, what was it? Uh, I think X-Wing, X-Wing. Also, he's a huge nerd, so like all the Star Wars references and all the like he's the always game got the references. Best re- my favorite so good. references. He's so such good. a nerd. It's awesome. It's amazing. Just bangers. Just just straight bangers. I will admit, I don't know if it's his most like experimental or like ambitious project per se, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Like I don't know if that's necessarily a knock because I think it's just yeah. nice to get this like a, it's you know, smooth. Yeah. It's just nice to just get a ham sandwich sometimes. And it's like when when it hits yeah. right, it just hits. Well, this it, it kind of reminds me of like a um freddie gibbs last couple records Mm -hmm. that i i really like but they're like it's just like i'm just gonna be in the pocket this whole album it's you know what i mean like and like i'm not necessarily trying to do something bigger than just be in this pocket and i think like uh denzel curry everything he does is awesome like i rarely don't like what he's doing and i think this one he's just like i want to make some I want to have some fun, make some good hits, and smooth. It's just smooth. It starts. It it's smooth for Denzel Curry. Like he's. It's like Freddie Gibbs is literally like two albums of Velvet, right? Uh, <laughs> and I think this is like as close as Denzel Curry would ever get to that. Right. He's, right. He is just a little bit of a rougher. Um, like his voice is just rougher. Like Freddie Gibbs' yeah. voice is so nice. <laughs> it uh, is, but uh, full and yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Uh, yeah um so it's a good album i need to listen to it more and i also need to slap slap it in my car to to this is where i really need to slap uh the denzel curry <laughs> album in my car that's where <laughs> i got the most thump in my life i i pre-ordered i pre-ordered the uh the vinyl i uh, like i got the vinyl coming ah, in so that's i gotta get that's that a- I, but i've also spent too much money on vinyls and also the frank ocean vinyls were bootlegs and i shouldn't have bought them but oh brutal the bootlegs brutal. are still expensive even the bootlegs go That's for ridiculous. too much money. But ridiculous. yeah, it's, uh, the the Channel Orange legitimately sounds like shit. It sucks. Ugh, but whatever. Like that. I can always just hang it up and be like that. Yeah, no, that's a real one. Yeah. It never fair. came out on vinyl, I actually think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might have it's been like bootlegs. right before like the the huge vinyl surge resurgence. Right yeah, there. yeah. So, hey, you know what? I 
still don't. I'm I'm glad that I bought them. <laughs> <laughs> I will never listen to them because they sound like shit. But yeah, I'm it's glad cool that I for have the collection, them. I guess. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It's there's something. Yeah, this is what's wrong with me. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there's. This See, is there my, you go. Well, this I mean, is my screen. You know, how much did you uh, did you want? Do you want to say how much you spent on those? So I bought. Nostalgia Ultra, and honestly, to be fair, I actually haven't tried that out because I also bought a bunch of other records mm. uh, that came in lately um, that were like newer stuff. But um, I got that, and I got Channel Orange for eighty dollars. Okay, all right. See, well, well there's not terrible. You know, eighty dollars, sixteen hundred. Hey, bad mistakes. I, you know, same thing, <laughs> same difference. I will try out Nostalgia Ultra, and I'll see if that one's. Uh, crap as well but hopefully um, not it, hopefully not for knows? your sake who knows but hey this has been the dmgt podcast we're keeping that tight nice and tight today tight. go buy a shirt please we still have shirts and hats up yeah we got all sorts of shit we got all shit okay bye